L-A-S-I-K, LASIK.com. Have you been thinking about LASIK but not sure if you're a candidate? Just go to LASIK.com slash quiz and take our free candidacy quiz. In just a few minutes, you'll know if LASIK is likely right for you. And if it is, we'll connect you with experienced LASIK doctors in your area. Start your journey towards 2020 vision. Take our free candidacy quiz at LASIK.com slash quiz. Yeah, LASIK.com. Easy to remember, so you know where to start. L-A-S-I-K, LASIK.com. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. This summer, click into cordless power with Memorial Day savings at the Home Depot. Tackle more than half an acre of grass with the convenience and gas-like power of the Ryobi 40-volt battery-powered mower. And keep your flower beds looking fresh with the 40-volt cordless string trimmer. Then clear leaves and debris with the 40-volt leaf blower. No cords, no gas, no hassle. Click into Memorial Day savings happening now at the Home Depot and on homedepot.com. How doers get more done. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. FNTSY and Sports Grid Network present. Ball in his hands. Game on the line. Body no. Tipped up by Nas. Hit the horn. Hardwood takeaways. It's Lillard. He got the shot off. Hello and welcome to Hardwood Takeaways brought to you by the Sports Grid. Get on the grid. I'm your host, Scott Bogman. You can follow me on the Twitter at Bogman Sports. We had a lot of action go on this weekend, but the first thing I want to start with here is, and you guys know that I'm a Rockets fan, but it's also one of the stories that I ended with for last week was Westbrook getting tossed out of that game against the Warriors. And he had some comments and Look, I am a Rockets fan, but, you know, the Rockets and the Thunder for a long time have been rivals, and I have never really liked Russell Westbrook, so it's weird having him on my team. When he says stuff like this, though, he he talked about himself getting the bad guy label, and this is why I never really liked Westbrook, because he punched Damian Lee, turned around to him, and said, what are you going to do? And then acts like he's, you know, innocent in all this stuff. And I just don't like that attitude. Now, a lot of the times with players like 
this that are so good and are so driven. This is the same thing that makes them great is this drive and stuff. I just wish the guy knew how to compartmentalize because he doesn't. And uh, he's going to get booted out of a game here pretty soon. You get enough technicals and then um, you get suspended for a game and then it moves up after that. So, um, you know, if he's going to get that, hopefully it's during the regular season, but hopefully he doesn't get any more. But I, I just thought it was a little bit eye rolling hearing Russell Westbrook say that he gets this bad guy label after, I mean, he went and stared down the bench, you know, was talking a bunch of smack to Wiggins and uh, to Clay and all those guys over there. And I've just, you know, like I said, I'm, I'm a Rockets fan and I am a homer and I'm going to lean that way for most of the time, but I don't like this uh, attitude. Now, Russell Westbrook had an amazing game against the jazz and, uh, it was pretty funny because there was some jazz fan yelling at him. And of course he's had uh, problems in Utah before, but then he, um, he went and had a, you know, awesome dunk on Gobert. It turned around to the fan and yelled at him. That kind of stuff. I don't mind. Like if you're jawing back and forth with people, I don't mind, but you know, he, he was frustrated and he hit Damian Lee. It wasn't, you know, it didn't hurt him. Uh, but he was frustrated. He smacked Damian Lee. It turned around, talked trash to him, and then yelled at their bench and then said, yeah, I'm always getting labeled as the bad guy. Just didn't make a lot of sense to me. But uh, we have bigger and better news. Um, this was a surprise to me. Uh, DeMarcus Cousins was cut by the Lakers, and I think it was kind of a shock to everybody. But the reason it happened was because, you know, the Pistons bought out Markeith Morris and he signed a deal with the Lakers and they had to make space to get uh, him on the roster, and we know that DeMarcus Cousins isn't going to play, but he did say, I mean, I guess I shouldn't say that he's not going to play because he did say a couple weeks ago that uh, he is hoping to get ready by April or maybe for the playoffs. I don't think that that's going to happen for him. I mean, a torn ACL is a rough and long recovery. I mean, he's a freak. He's an athletic freak, so there's a possibility that uh, he could come back. And, you know, we've seen the the uh, return window shorten uh, if we're talking about realistic expectations. Now, if you're on a team that's tanking, obviously the return window is just a gigantic question mark because who knows when you're going to come back because they don't need you and they don't want you to get hurt before the next season when they could possibly have a chance. But uh, DeMarcus Cousins cut by the Lakers, uh, pretty surprising move, I thought, especially because he talked about how he really liked the organization and stuff. Doesn't mean that he can't come back, but they're not going to get him at the deal that they had him uh, this season. So it'll be interesting to see where he ends up. A cat has a fractured wrist. He's going to be reevaluated in two weeks. Um, I don't I, I don't know why they would rush him back. So, you know, I think reevaluation means he's going to sit for two weeks uh, with his feet up, probably uh, playing a lot of uh, Xbox or whatever it was he was doing last time. I think it was Call of Duty or something he was playing or Halo. I don't know. Uh, I, I wish I was more into video games, but I don't have enough time. So uh, don't get to play many. But um you know, he's going to be out. It's unfortunate because he really wanted to play with his buddy D'Angelo Russell. D'Angelo Russell's on the team now, and I think they played one or two games together. And now it looks like there's a possibility that Cat could be shut down for the rest of the year. Once again, as I just mentioned, this is a guy who uh, is injured 
and the team is not going to the playoffs this year, so there's no real incentive to get him back out there uh, before he is absolutely 100%. So uh, if there's a setback or if it looks like in two weeks he's going to need another two weeks or whatever, and then he needs to ramp up strength, it's going to be a little bit for Cat. Speaking of injury, Steph Curry said that uh, March 1st has always been the date. Um, and I understand that, but we talked about this before. You know, they just officially came out and said, Clay Thompson, done for the year, not going to play this season. Not a surprise to anybody by any stretch of the imagination. Uh, no one really expected him to play because, um, you know, he tore his ACL and the Warriors have the worst record in the league. So why why play him? Why, why rush him back? No reason. I kind of think it's the same way with Steph Curry, but um, I, I think that there's no way to make this worse than it was. Obviously, you can re-injure stuff, but... There's permanent nerve damage in his finger. And he said, I'm getting used to what the new normal is. Uh, the left hand definitely feels different than the right. So that's just something that he's probably going to have to deal with for the rest of his career is permanent and life, permanent nerve damage in his finger. So I'm sure he'll get back to being the same guy that he always was once he gets back. I don't think that the Warriors should play him. And I also don't think that they will. Um I think this is all a little bit of a ruse for what reason? I don't know. Maybe it's still a, you know, Steph wants to play real bad. So let's go ahead and make sure we're appeasing our superstar. I get that. But I, I don't I just don't know why he would play. And even if he does play, he's not going to play on back to back. So it's all probably going to be home games for the Warriors to sell more tickets. So it's just it's a strange, weird spot that we're in as far as the injuries and the reporting and all that stuff goes in the NBA. There was another big injury uh, this weekend here, and we kind of knew about it going into the weekend as well. Ben Simmons did not play. Uh, I believe it was on Thursday against Brooklyn. Yeah, Thursday against Brooklyn. He was a no go because of the back spasms and he uh, drew a probable against the Bucks, which was surprising and there's this great article on fan sided uh about it by chris klein um talking about how weird and how strange the um the the philadelphia 76ers medical rushing guys out there i mean you know you're in a playoff spot you know it you're going to the playoffs you're you're a five seed you're 13 games above 500 you're going you're going to the playoffs so why would you rush one of your two star players out in a game against the Bucks? I mean, I know you want to see if you can p- compete against them, but uh, you're probably not going to win. The Bucks are on a crazy streak right now. It's the regular season. Save all that stuff for the playoffs if you play them, if you get there. So they rushed him back. He played five minutes against Milwaukee on the road, left the game again, went for x-rays, and he was, uh, quote-unquote, noticeably shaken after leaving the x-ray room. So uh, we don't have any results or anything back as far as that goes yet, but it's not a good look, man. And it's really, really bad that he got rushed back as well. But, you know, this might be... I wouldn't call it a blessing in disguise or anything, but this might be a free preview for the 76ers to see what time 
type of team they have without Ben Simmons in the lineup because it doesn't seem like him and Joel Embiid are getting along very well. And I did think that it was funny that Joel Embiid uh, said that he was the best player in basketball and then immediately went out and lost to GA. So um, I think GA is still good. I mean, I like Joel Embiid. He's a lot of fun uh, and he's one of the best players in the world. But there's no doubt about that. But uh, GA is better than him. Uh, more drama this weekend uh, su- surrounding the refs. Mark Cuban was pissed with good reason too. There was it was a very strange call at the end of the uh, Ma- Mavs and Hawks game. Um, John Collins, uh, the Hawks were up two. Uh, John Collins went in, or no, excuse me. Uh, I think Trey Young went in for a runner and. It looked like Dorian Finney-Smith uh, committed a goaltend, right? And um, that that's what they called on the floor. They called a goaltend. Rick Carlisle um, challenged that, uh, and it, they said it was no goaltend, but because right after the non-goaltend, John Collins had picked up the ball and dunked it for a putback, somehow they counted that which was, I, I don't think that's how you do it. I think if you call a goaltend and uh, they blew the whistle, so the play was supposed to be dead at that point, even though John Collins grabbed the miss and put it back, you know, if they hadn't blown the whistle, okay, then you go with that call if someone else challenges that it is a goaltend. I, I don't know. It was just a really, really weird play, and Mark Cuban uh, took to Twitter to, uh, you know, talk about his... Uh, anger about this and here's I'm just going to read his Twitter storm here so they called a goaltend they literally blew the whistle uh, that it was a goaltend there was a putback after the whistle after review they said no goaltend but count the basket WTF is that that's NBA officiating but wait there's more one of the refs told us it was an inadvertent whistle so it was not goaltending doesn't matter that people stopped they thought the whistle came uh, after the putback, so the basket counted. So they were. Uh, so what were they reviewing? It wasn't a goaltend. He said, and of course that comes after uh, Dellen intentionally kicked the ball as he was uh, getting thrown uh, to stop the play. They don't. That's the play that would uh, foul out Maxi Kleba. Um, Refs have bad games, crews have bad games, but this isn't a single game issue. This is the same S that has been going on for 20 years. Hire former refs who think they know how to hire, train, and manage. Realize two years later they can't, two years later they can't repeat. In the past 12 years, it's been Ronnie Nunn, Don Vaden, Bob Delaney, and now Monty McCutcheon. What do they all have in common? You know the definition of insanity. Yeah, it's uh, doing the same thing over and over and over and expecting different results. That is that is true, Mr. Cuban, and uh, I completely understand his frustration with this. And this is what I've been talking about with um, you know, these calls. You need to either look. The NBA moves fast, right? And these are some of the best athletes on the planet. So it's hard to keep up and hard to make all the right call calls. I'm with Mark Cuban. You know, this is a human element that's part of the game that is never going to probably go away. So you're going to just constantly have that. But we have all this technology at our dispersal. You know, why not use it? It's not going to it's not like every single play needs to be reviewed, but stuff at the end 
It needs to. Why do you think they give us a last two-minute report? Because that is the crunch time. That's the most important time in the game, especially when the game is close. So I just I never really understood the fact that um, they, they just do such a terrible job uh, using the tools that they have. It's like all of this stuff is set up in front of them and they're, you know, using a hammer instead of a screwdriver. I just don't, I'll never understand it. And Mark Cuban's right about this. And, um, uh, you know, I'm not one to agree with, uh, you know, Mavericks a lot, but, uh, the Mavs filed a formal protest for this game. Uh, the second one this year, the Rockets had one, the same type of the situation where they, uh, called a goaltend that shouldn't have been called a goaltend against the Spurs. Uh, in that game, you know, they were up by some ridiculous amount. I can't even remember what it was. It was, you know, two and a half, three months ago. I can't remember what I had for lunch today. So, but I do know that it was the same goaltending type of a call and, uh, you know, the Rockets, I mean, the Rockets blew a 30 point lead anyway. So, you know, uh, let's not get too carried away and blame that completely on the refs. But when it's a close game like this one was, you know, and it all comes down to one call, you got to get that call right. That's the bottom line. At the end of the day, we all want the same thing. And that is that the right calls are being made. Uh, one more other injury. And this could get a little bit interesting. Jaron Jackson Jr. is going to miss two weeks with a knee sprain, uh, the Grizzlies are, I mean, they're, they're decently in command of that eight seed. Um, they're four and a half games up on the Pelicans, but the Pelicans won both their games this weekend. And, you know, with Zion there now, they are looking dangerous. So I expect them and the Blazers to make a push for this spot, especially if the Grizzlies start losing games because of this uh, Jaron Jackson Jr. injury. But let's get to what happened this weekend. Uh, I'm going to kind of speed through it since I spent a bunch of time at the top of the show here yapping a whole bunch. But um, the two win teams, the Los Angeles Lakers, uh, they beat the Grizzlies 117-105 and the Celtics 114-112. They're 43-12 and now. And I know in that game against the... Um, in that game against the Celtics, LeBron uh, LeBron hit a shot to put them up with about 30 seconds left. Jason Tatum had a shot at the end of it, um, but he got called for an offensive foul. The Raptors won both their games. Of course, their um, you know th- their run came to an end right before uh, the break there, but. Um, they uh, won both their games this weekend, 118-101 at Phoenix and 127-81 versus the Pacers. And they set a new record here. Uh, winning this game by 46 points is the largest margin of victory in Raptors history. And I, I don't know what the deal is because the Pacers split the weekend, but they got absolutely stomped. I think they had nine points in the first quarter or something ridiculous like that. I didn't get to watch this whole game but I was checking in on the score as it was happening. Uh, the Thunder won both of their games, 113-101 versus Denver, 131-103 over the Spurs. They're 35-22 and 22 now, 13 games above 500. Who would have thought before the season started that the Thunder were going to have the same record as the the Sixers, both 35-22 and 22 right now as it stands. Uh, Thunder, the sixth seed in the West right now. The last two-win team of the weekend was the Pelicans, like I mentioned before, 128-115 on the road against Portland, and then a big 115-101 win against Golden State. They're 24-32, and moving up and up and up and up. Uh, One-win teams, you won't believe this, the Bucks won their one game, 119-98 over Philly. They're 48-8, but this is the biggest news. They are now the fastest team to clinch a playoff spot 
in NBA history, uh, surpassing the Warriors uh, from a couple years ago, their 72-win season. And, um, I mean, I don't know the loss that's coming up on their schedule. I guess maybe if GA sits again, they'll lose a game coming up here. I mean, I, I think that that – I think that 70 wins is iffy for them. You know, they, they got to – I mean, I guess I would say it's iffy, but they're 40 games over 500. They're 48 and 8. It's ridiculous. Uh, you know, Budenholzer are one of the best coaches, and, you know, I don't think people give the um, – they don't give the surrounding cast and crew enough credit. I don't know that GA would have this team at 48 and 8 if he had, you know, what the Blazers have. You know what I mean? Like it, the, the Middleton and Bledsoe really make that team – good i think they got a nice front court you know brooke lopez knows what to do and they have good chemistry too you see him posting all those weird wrestling videos and stuff like they're uh they're together that's that's a winning team so um they've been playing great the heat the rockets and the nets all won their one game this week uh the heat over the Cavs. not a surprise there they're 36 and 20 same record for the rockets in that 121-10 win over Utah, they're 36 and 20. The Nets 115 and 86 over Charlotte, and they're three games below 500, but still in a playoff spot. And um, you know, I mean, they're gonna make the playoffs. Um, they would really have to start losing games badly to, to not make the playoffs. So uh, they're gonna be in. The teams are split this weekend. The Celtics lost that game to the Lakers, but they beat. Minnesota 127-117. The Nuggets uh, lost to the Thunder 101-113, but beat the T-Wolves 128-116. They're 39-18 now, still second in the West. The Mavs uh, beat the Magic 122-106 and then have the controversial loss to Atlanta 107-111 there. Still 11 games over 500 at 34-23. The Pacers got beat by 46 on the road against Toronto, but before that, they beat the Knicks by 8 on the road. 33-24 and 24 is their record. Uh, the Blazers lost to the Pelicans, but beat the Pistons tonight only by 3 points, so they're 27-32. They're still hanging on by uh, a shred. I mean, Damian Lillard's trying to carry him there. I don't know if he's going to be able to do it, though. Uh, the Spurs beat the Jazz on the road and then lose to the Celtics by 28. The Celtics, the Thunder, by 28. They're 24 and 32. Uh, the Suns lost to Toronto, but they beat Chicago on the road. They're 23 and 34 now. The Bulls lost to the Suns, like I said, but they beat the Wizards 20, uh, 126 to 117. They're 20 and 38 now. And the Cavs split because they lost that game to Miami, but they beat. Uh, the Wizards 113-108, and they're 15-41. and 41. One loss teams here. The Clippers, uh, Kawhi was getting mad in this game. Uh, they lost to the Kings 103-112 for Sacramento. They're 37-19 now. The Sixers... 98-119, uh, 98-119, they lost to Milwaukee. They're 35-22. and 22. The Grizzlies, Magic, Kings. Uh, actually, the Kings were a one-win team. I'm just so used to putting them in the one-loss team. I just stuck them in the losses. Uh, they're 10 games below 500, still 23-33, and 33, but looking better recently. Uh, the Hornets lost that game to the Nets. The Pistons lost to Portland. Knicks lost. Hawks lost uh hawks won I, I screwed that one up too 111 107 for Dallas. they're 17 and 41 now and the wizards lost two lost teams here the wolves wizards and jazz and bradley beal scored 53 in that loss to the bulls so just depressing watching him 
toil a little bit. They're uh, 15 below 500 at 20 and 35. The Rockets are, or the Jazz, excuse me, are 36 and 20 with that loss to the Rockets. And uh, the Wolves, 16 and 39, like I said before, not going to the playoffs this year. So not a lot of expectations for them. And that is why I question when Cat will come back and if he'll come back this season. Looking at the Monday schedule, we've got a lot of games going on here. Uh, starting out with the Cavs and the Heat, no line in this one. Uh, I will take the Heat. The Cavs are no good. Uh, Sixers are hosting the Hawks. Give me the Sixers in that one, even with no Ben Simmons. Uh, no line in Washington and Milwaukee, but we do have an over of 240 because Milwaukee's going to win that game in a route. Uh, Brooklyn is a three-point favorite against the Magic. I'll give the home team the advantage there. I'll take the Nets. Um, the Rockets are 14-point favorites against the Knicks at home in Houston. Um, don't know if I'd bet that line, but I would take the Rockets. Mavericks are hosting the Wolves, giving the pissed-off Mavericks in that game. Uh, Jazz by eight over the Suns in Utah. Give me the Jazz. No line in the Clippers and the Grizzlies. Um but I would take the Clippers, Grizzlies with no Jaron Jackson. But a great weekend, and uh, we got lots of action down the stretch here. So be sure you're sticking with us. Remember, you can follow me on the Twitter at Bogman Sports, at Is It the Wells for him, and we will see you guys later. Take it easy, everybody. for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Managing your diabetes just got easier. The powerful new Dexcom G7 lets you see your glucose numbers on your compatible watch and phone without finger sticks. And because Dexcom G7 is the most accurate CGM system, you can be confident in your food, exercise, and medication decisions. And all those decisions can lead to big results, like more time in range and lower A1C. Get started at Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. You ever get that feeling like the concrete jungles closing in? You crave wide open spaces, the chance to chase your own dinner, or just breathe clean air. Well, listen up. There's a whole world out there waiting, and finding your piece of it just got easier. Head over to land.com. They've got ranches, forests, mountains, you name it. Search by acreage, price, location. They've got it all. No matter what kind of wild dream you're chasing, land.com can help you find the ground to make it a reality. So quit dreaming. Head over to land.com, find your open space, and get out there. 
Hey guys, back at the playground again, huh? Yep. You know what this playground could use? A wine country. Heck yeah! And some waves, so we could go surfing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I love that! A redwood forest would be cool. I'm in! Ah, ski slopes. Let's do it! Um, can a girl go shopping? Yeah, baby! Wait! Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com.